0: Welcome everybody back to today's episode of the gospel simply put today we will be talking about a concept of exercising your faith exercising your faith is not about sitting here and watching somebody else do something and saying one day I'm gonna be like them but never do anything to be like that person or never do anything to get up to get to your goal or to get to the next place in life. Exercising your faith means you have to trust God. That means if God says to do something, you have to do it. Exercising your faith means taking a leap of faith in places that you would never normally take a leap of faith. Exercising your faith means being obedient to God. I mean, simply put. There's no 12-step process to, to uh you know, exercising your faith or exercising your gift or being a better person or this is that and the third. You know, I mean, you can go to all these programs if you want, but that ain't going to change nothing. Exercising your faith or exercising your gift means practice using what you have. A lot of singers are good singers because they spend time practicing singing. A lot of dancers are good dancers because they spend practicing dancing. They spend a lot of time behind the uh behind the scenes that you don't see. A lot of times all we see is the, the, the limelight, the glitz and the glamour. A lot of times all we do see is the uh is the what's on TV or what's on the TikTok video or what's on the YouTube video. But some folks actually rehearse that stuff. Some folks took the time to exercise their gift, exercise your gift, exercise what it is you are or what exercise what it is that you believe that you're good at. Now, there's some things to come to that come to the anointed folk different than to, you know, to natural folk, if I can say it that way. But let's be honest, you have to exercise who you are. You have to exercise what you are, what you believe in. If you have faith, then you have to practice your faith. If you have, uh, some people call it religion, then you practice your religion, you know, glory to God. You have to understand that if you are something or if you believe in something, whatever you believe in something, then you have to practice it. You have to do it. If you say that you're a believer, then you have to believe. I mean, it's really just that simple. It's not difficult. It's not complicated. It's not something that you have to make up. If you say that you're a believer, then you have to practice being a believer. That means simply this. It means simply as simple to the core as I can put it. It simply means believing in God. And if I believe that God said this, then I need to practice what God said. If I believe that God does this, then I need to believe that this is what God said. If God said, look, I need you to go down to the corner store, right? And when you get to the corner store, you're going to meet so-and-so over there. When you meet them, get them $20. Don't sit there and go, nah, that ain't God. That's crazy. That's stupid. If you know that you know the voice of God and you've heard the voice of God and when he tells you to do something, don't sit there and then blatantly deny what you just heard. A lot of things that put us in what I call free bondage is is the fact that we hear God speak. We know the voice of God. I'm not saying you can't question it, but you heard it, right? And what you do is you hear the voice of God and you allow God to say what he had to say. But then when it's time for you to execute what God told you to execute you don't do nothing with it. You uh, you, you understand what I'm saying? You, you don't do nothing with it. You just leave it there. You, you you heard it. You know what was said, but you don't do nothing with what was said. Understand something. When we talk about having faith and having a belief or exercising our gift and who we are or what we are in God, the understanding is this. Matter of fact, let, let, let's, let's, let's jump to go to Abraham real quick. When God told Abraham to sacrifice his son. Now that for most people, that'll sound crazy. That'll sound crazy for any, for for God to say something as simple as, and and not simple, but for God to say something as crazy as go sacrifice your son, take your son with you and sacrifice him. Right now, most people will be like, that ain't God. God don't talk like that. God, this, God, that. And we will doubt, we'll doubt, we'll doubt. We'll have all kind of questions. We'll have all kind of concerns and we'll have all kind of this. I'm not saying Abraham didn't have those. But what Abraham did that was different to us, it was he it, is that he was obedient. Abraham was obedient in what he did. And what he didn't do, Abraham took the time to be like, yo, I, God, if you if this is what you say, then I'm going to go do it. Now, I, I got an issue with it, I'm sure, because the Bible doesn't tell us that Abraham had an issue with it. But I'm sure any human being that God tells to sacrifice your son, uh, you're going to have an issue with that. Amen. But the difference is the differences between Abraham and us is that Abraham was obedient. He took that young boy. Glory to God! And he took him up that mountain, and he bound that young boy like he was ready to kill him. But at the but at the the pinnacle of him getting ready to raising that that knife, getting ready to to sacrifice that son, the Lord said, "Nah, hold on, wait a minute." Now I'm paraphrasing. Now don't don't get too churchy on me. But he said, "Wait a minute." He said, "Don't do that." Hallelujah! The understanding. What what's the whole point of that? The whole point of it is not is not is not about sacrificing the son. It's not about it's not about uh, uh just you know it's not about well well if God said it you know no it, it it's about it's about understanding and having faith that God is not going to take away the very thing that He blessed you with, but He will test you with what He blessed you with. Okay, he will test you with what he blessed you with. It's just that simple. Now, the understanding is this: he gave him, he gave him the son. This is the promised son. Now, he gave him the son, and he told him now go sacrifice the son. But as as he was about to do it, God said, "Hold on, wait a minute! Don't do that yet. Don't don't kill that boy." Amen. Glory to God. And the understanding behind that, he said, "Now I know. Now I know it was more so a test. It wasn't more so about killing the boy. It was a test to see if if." If the promise was would outweigh your obedience, and this is the problem with some of us, sometimes we allow the promise of God, the promise that God has given us, to outweigh our obedience in God. And the very thing that God gave us as a promise is the very same thing we take and we over and use to override God. And God has a pro, will always have a problem with that because the source, the source should never override the resource. I'm sorry; should never override the the, the source. Anytime you take a thing that God has given you and allow it to override God, there's a problem. This is why we have to understand exercising our faith. If I exercise my faith, that means I trust God more than I trust the resource. The resource is the physical evidence of my trust in God. Can I say that again? The resource is the physical evidence of my trust in God. So if I trust God to sustain me and to supply for me, then I trust God to get me a job. Then I trust God to to, to take care of my kids. I trust God to secure, uh, 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 to, to secure the house. I, I trust God to secure whatever it is that I need. I trust God. I have to trust God. And if I trust God, that means every time I get into a place where I may not understand, I have to trust that He is in control. I have to believe that he is in control. I have to trust God that he's working it out. I have to believe that God is doing something in the midst of everything that's going on because nothing happens with or without God. That's first and foremost. That's just what I believe. Now, I do believe that the enemy has their their role and their play. So, you know, I'm going to leave that there. But I'm talking to the believers right now. If you're going to exercise your faith, if you're going to grow your faith, if you're going to grow your gift, if you're going to exercise your gift in God, that means you got to get up and do something. It it does not mean sit there and spend time watching some again, watching somebody do it and be like, yo, I would be that. No, no, no. It means getting up and doing what you were told. Just like Abraham. He got up and did what God told him to do. Matter of fact, let's go let's fast forward a little bit. Uh let's fast forward a lot to Mary, right? When God told Mary, hey, look, uh, you're gonna you gonna you're gonna get pregnant and you're gonna have a child. And Mary was like, yo, um, I ain't never had i ain't even had sex yet I never even yo I ain't even know a man i'm i'm still I'm still untouched right I'm still untouched but Mary believe see that's the thing if you're gonna trust either you trust if you're gonna trust you gonna trust all the way if you're gonna believe you're gonna believe all the way you you to even believe the impossible there's a lot of things about Christianity that people have an issue with and a lot and for those 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 folks who are so logical, you gonna miscreate Christianity being logical. Christianity is not about logic. Christianity is about belief. I choose to believe. Now, I choose to exercise my faith. I choose to believe God. I choose to believe God for the gift. I choose to believe God for the for my life. I choose to believe God for what he says. I choose to believe God in this pandemic. I choose to believe God in everything that I do. And if you're going to choose to believe, you're going to have to stand up for what you believe in now. That's why, you ever heard the saying, you stand up for one thing or fall for everything? There's a lot of people who are falling for everything because they stand for nothing. As a believer, as a Christian... Either you're going to stand in God's word or you're not. It's just that simple, right? And if you're going to stand in God's words, then you got to exercise it. That means you got to do what God says. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. You're going to you have to exercise that faith. You have to exercise. You have to allow yourself to grow to become that. See, a lot of times we think that just because we got saved or just because we became a Christian, that everything is just like, that's it. We're good. Everything is just worked out. No. 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 No, no. We have to grow to that place. See, a lot of us want to want to talk about Abraham, the father of faith, but nobody wants to go through what he went through to become the father of faith. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna talk back to me on that, right? A lot of us we want to we want to we a lot. Some folks you want to be like Beyonce, you want to be like this person or that person, but the truth is, uh, you don't want to go through what they went through to become who they are. You don't know what kind of pain. You don't know what kind of suffering they went through to be what they are. A lot of people, they want to, they say, well, I want to be like Jay-Z, or I want to be like that person, or I want to be like Mike. That was famous at one point. I want to be like Mike, be like Mike, right? But the problem is with being like Mike, you got to do what Mike did. And here's the problem. You can't do what Mike did because Mike already did it. A lot of us, what we call faith is just copying somebody else. No, no, no. In this this season, we have to know what faith is for ourselves. We have to operate in what faith is for us. What the Bible says faith is, glory to God. And we have to get an understanding. Faith faith is me trusting in God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The substance of things hoped for. Faith means, glory to God, there's something that I hope for. I can't see it, but I'm hoping for it. Faith is the evidence of things not seen. Is the substance of things hoped for or is the evidence of things not seen? Glory to God. So even though I can't see it yet, faith is the evidence that it will be seen. Glory to God. Lord help me today. Glory to God. Even, even though even though I can't see the thing that I'm hoping for, even though I can't see the thing that's in front of me, I can't see me coming out of this situation. I can't see me coming out of this relationship. I can't see me coming out of this, this toxic relationship. Let me say it that way. I can't see me coming out of this bad situation even though I can't see it. Faith says that I will. And because faith says that I will, I exercise my faith in a place that I can't see. I exercise my faith in a place that's blind. I exercise my faith. Glory to God in a place that don't make sense. And this is what it means. It means exercise. If I'm going to exercise my faith, that means I'm going to have to stop listening to some folk because folks will tell me contrary to what my faith says. Just because I'm in a bad situation doesn't mean I don't have faith. Sometimes we're in the situation to grow our faith. Sometimes we're in a situation so that our faith can come out and it can be tested and we can find out who we really are. There's nothing like being in the fire. I'm going to say it this way. Uh, when we look at the three Hebrew boys, right? They've been in the fire. They, they, they went into the fire, but they had faith. They told the king, they said, look, uh, king, l- let's be honest. Uh, even if Even if God doesn't save us, we're not going to change who we are. What kind of faith is that? To tell a king back in those days, I'm not going to bow, bow down. We serve God. And even if God does not save us, we're still not going to change our mindset. Can you, what kind of, that, that, that's that, that is that for me, that, that, even for me, that is amazing. You're telling the person who is getting ready to kill you that no matter what you do, even if you do it right, I serve God and I'm not changing the fact that I serve God. Right. And because I serve God, even if you want to kill me, even if he doesn't, if even if God chooses not to save me, guess what? I'm going to believe anyway. And this person standing there with a gun or or, or they're about to stab you, they're about to kill you, and, and you're just confessing your faith. OK, now you confessing it. Now you got to believe it. Now. These boys. They sat there and they, they stood there and told that king what they told the king. And they was about their business and it and was about that life. And the truth of the matter is God showed up miraculously for them. What did God do? God showed up in the fire with them. And the truth is they didn't even get burned. The understanding, ladies and gentlemen, as we move forward in, in your in your time and as you move forward in your relationship with God, exercising your faith and exercising your gift is going to be so much more important than a lot of the stuff that you do because somebody needs to know who gave you that boldness, somebody needs needs to know who gave you that understanding. somebody needs to know who worked with you, who talked with you who who showed you what what you know right now who who told you what you know right now what 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 convinced you what convinced you to be who you are people think that you you wake up one morning and your faith is on a, a thousand right away no 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 no. No, no, Some some of you, some folks think, well, you see that person prophesying on TV and you're like, man, man, they man, they, they must have woke up preaching. They must have came out the womb preaching something like that. Or or you see somebody preaching and teaching and, and you said, man, they, they you know, they just got this gift, man. It's crazy. No. They've been preaching for years. They've been doing this stuff for years. Ain't never changed. Ain't nothing changed. People think, oh, oh, he's a fly-by-night, he's an overnight. You don't know what that person went through before they got here. You don't know how much that person suffered with whatever they were suffering before they got to where they are now. Man, look, we need to stop this mess, yo. We need to understand that people are the way they are because they exercise their faith. And and even the bad people, what we would con- if you were consider them bad or whatever, however you would consider them, their faith is in what they believe. So they exercise it if you look at those some 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 of the um the 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 muslim the muslim sect and those that would believe that if they killed themselves that they would get whatever they get in the afterlife that's their faith they exercise, i mean that's radical they that's their, but their faith tells them if you do this this is what happens and they and, and they believe that radically radically enough to the point where they killed themselves They sacrificed themselves. Now, I know everybody ain't going to like that, but catch the understanding behind it. These are men that killed themselves for what they believe. And some of us as Christians won't even stand up and say, I'm a believer. These men killed themselves. I mean, for real, they killed themselves for what they believe. And some of us, we can't even take somebody talking about us. We can't even take, listen, listen, the truth and when we get down to the nitty gritty of it, as, as we pay attention to what, what's being said a little bit, and I pray that I'm bringing, bringing forth some understanding to you, we have to come to this place where our faith, come to this place of knowledge and understanding, where first of all, my faith will be tested. My faith is something that I have, to, I have to actually walk through or pay attention to or take the time and do or take the time and grow. Or actually, I have to actively participate in my faith. Actively participate. This is not just something that you do every five minutes. No, no, no. No, no, no. This is something that you live. Faith is a lifestyle. And if I'm going to exercise it, that means every morning and every chance that I get, I have to exercise my faith. And there's a lot of things that will come up to exercise your faith. A lot of things. Choose ye this day which God you will serve. It's easy to go out there and do the other gods and do the other things and do the other this and do the other that, right? It's easy to go against the Bible and jump on the bandwagon of what the Bible says or what the Bible don't say, this is that. It's easy to do that. It's easy to nitpick with what's right and what's wrong. That's That's easy to do. But the question is, will you just take the time to exercise your faith? Because if God said this, does it make a difference if it's right or wrong? That's a question I'm putting out there. I'm putting it out there for a reason because will God tell you to do something that's wrong? There's a lot of things, uh, and you know, while 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 I'm on there, real quick, there's a lot of things that people say that God, especially back in the, in 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 ancient times, that they say God told them, and had nothing to do with God. I watched a lot of I've watched a lot of movies, and you know, some of these some of these folks that talk about they praying to God and started wars and did all kind of stuff and all kind of and talking about well, it's God's will, and it never was. It never was a lot of people use God to manipulate folk, but I don't want to touch on that too much. Glory to God. I just want to stick with the fact that listen, listen, exercise your faith every day that you wake up It's an opportunity for you to exercise your faith every day that you that you wake up is a is a chance for you to exercise who you are, what you are, where you're going, when you're going, how you're going, every day that you get up, right. Cause every day God is talking. I know a lot of people think that God is dead. I'm not entertaining that conversation. This this right now. But what I'm trying to say is what I'm simply trying to put across to you is this: If you don't believe God, believe God. If you're gonna believe man, believe man. But if you're gonna believe God, then you have to do what God said. And if you believe man, you have to do what man said. Exercise your faith. Get up and do what God told you to do. Be honest with you, even doing this podcast is a leap of faith for me. Because I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. Never in my limited time on this earth did I ever think that I'd be sitting here at whatever time it is and and talking to to a device and, and, you know, sending this wherever it's going all across the world or all across the wherever, wherever. I mean, this is crazy. I never thought I would be doing this, but I got to exercise my faith. I got to get up and do what God told me to do. I got to practice even what I preach, practice what I teach, right? Because this is just simple. It's supposed to be simple. The gospel is supposed to be simple. Go do this. Go do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. I mean, it's really just as simple as that. And really, when you deal with God, who wants to tell us who we are? what we should be doing, how we should be doing it. I mean, a lot of folks, you know, want to say, well, don't tell me what to do. Uh, I need God to tell me what to do. I'm just going to be honest, okay, because he sees what I don't see and he understands what I don't understand uh, from that notion alone. And again, I choose to believe this. I choose to believe this. Now, people will say, well, that's crazy. Why would you believe it?" hey, that's your choice. At the end of the day, this is my choice. And I choose to exercise my faith and believe that this is what God said. I choose to exercise my faith and believe that when I wake up every morning, there's a reason for me waking up in the morning. I, I believe that. I don't care what anybody has to say. I, I, I believe that there's a reason why I was able to wake up. I believe there's a reason why I was able to see another day, another beautiful morning, another sunrise, glory to God, another time together. There's a reason why I get to see my wife again. I get to see the dogs again. I get to see you or whoever, or even just to relay this to you. Now, I don't know where you are, wherever you will listen to this, but what I do know is that if my exercise in my faith has the ability to encourage you or somebody else or give somebody else something then i'm doing i I'm okay with that I'm okay with that glory to God but exercising your faith ladies and gentlemen and I think I'm gonna do a part two to this because I kind of kind of went a little bit everywhere with this one and I'm okay with that but i'm gonna do a part two to this because understanding uh, understanding how we're supposed to grow. People want to grow in God, but they don't want to exercise the gift. You gotta exercise the gift. You gotta exercise your faith. You gotta exercise what you believe in. If you're gonna say you're gonna believe in something, then you gotta exercise it. You gotta do anybody who says, Well, I believe well, I believe the sky is red, well that means you stand on the fact that the sky is red. That you got to, no matter what anybody else says, you gotta stand on the fact that the sky is red. Right? Well, I believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I believe in that. I would love if you would do the same, Uh, but if you don't, that's fine, right? I'm not here to beat you up, but I'm here to tell you, no matter what you believe in, exercise your faith. And if you do believe in God, exercise your faith and the gift. Exercise your faith and the gift. Let the gift turn around and let, man, let the, let the gift grow how does it grow you know what when i first started um uh, uh uh prophesying or doing anything along those lines man i i was man it was it was very difficult it was very di- i mean there were some things that i was dealing with in, in my beginning stages of prophecy that made no sense it made no sense i didn't always get it right i didn't always hit the nail on the head i i wasn't always right Glory to God! There was some stuff going on with me uh, naturally uh, that was messing me up. wasn't a lot, wasn't hearing correctly. This is that and third, but I knew that God had called me to prophesy. It took years. It took years for me to actually, you know, years for 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 me to actually, uh, for God to. I mean, not me, but for God to develop a a a a seasoned prophet, one that would hear Him, one that you know, and even still, sometimes I make mistakes. But I had to exercise my gift when God told me. Matter of fact, when I first started prophesying, I said, God, look, to help me to help me with this thing, uh, let me ask three questions. And if these three questions were right, right, what I would do is I would ask three questions. And if these three questions are right, I would know that I am that would let me know that I'm hearing from God. And people had an issue with that. And they're like, well, why you got to why you got to ask questions? Why? Well, my faith is not there at that time. My faith wasn't there. At that time, I was a flawed person. I had issues and still got issues, right? I didn't have the relationship now that I had that. I have the relationship I have with God now that I did back then. So I needed that approval from God. I needed to know that if these three questions were right, it let me know I was hearing from God. And from there, and, and then once, once they said, yes, those questions were right, I was able to prophesy and prophesy effectively and, and hit the nail on the head every time. Why? Because at that point, I knew I was hearing from God. If those questions were right, now I ain't prophesy. See, that was for me. That was my way of of uh, uh, of maturing in the things of God. That was my way of putting things into perspective and putting things. That was my way of growing my faith. And then it came a point where I didn't need to ask the questions no more. I just did what God told me to do. I just operated as God allowed me to operate. I just spoke as God allowed me to speak. And from then on, my ministry as a prophet grew. Right, because the understanding is we all start something as a baby. It's baby steps. It's baby steps. You, 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 even conversation. Look at, look, look at conversation. Sometimes when we start talking, when we meet somebody, we talk is, hey, how are you doing? Right, you know, you, you graduate from, hey, hi, how you doing? And you say, well, how was your day? You know, how's your family? And yet, yeah. and you get to know the person. Next thing you know, you're having three and four hour, hour conversations. But when you meet someone the first time, you don't necessarily have a three or four hour conversation. Well, some do. But your your relationship, as your relationship grows, things get better. Your conversation changes. The substance of your conversation changes. Well, I'm saying with God, when you exercise your faith, it gets better. When you first start, it may be rocky. It may be shaky. It may be scary. It may be all these different things. But by the time you, uh, but if you mature. If you allow yourself to mature, let me say it that way, because a lot of people don't allow themselves to mature. If you allow yourself to mature in the things of God, then things begin to change. Amen. So I want to stop this podcast, this one here, uh, and and uh, I want to record a part two to this, because I want us to understand that exercising your faith is more important. Exercising your faith and exercising your gift a lot of times is more important, and, what, and it's the reason why a lot of people are hindered. From going into the things that God has called them to do, they're hindered because they won't trust God when God say go down the block. They won't trust God when God say turn left. They won't trust God when God say. They'll say, well, that that little voice. No, that's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> that's the Holy Ghost. The more the older I got and the more mature I got into the things of God, I recognize the difference between the Holy Ghost and that little voice. Because a lot of times that little voice was the Holy Ghost the whole time. Right. We move on from there. Uh, real quick, real story before I, um before I leave. My mom's I was driving one time while well, my mom was driving. I was in New York. My mom's was driving and we were going towards the church and we got to this light and all we had to do was to make a left to get to this light, to get to the um, to get to the church. And normally that's the routine that will go. But my mother decided instead of making the left and going towards the church, she decided she was going to go straight and go around the block. Now, me, me again in the passenger seat, not understanding what's going on. I'm like, mom, the church is right there. Why you didn't just turn left? You know what I mean? You could have just saved, you know, save time. Just go ahead and did, did this here. And she said, boy, let me listen to the Holy Ghost. I said, okay. All right. I said, my bad. I didn't understand. Do you know when we came back around that corner? when she made that full uh when she made that full block and came back around that corner there were two cars flipped over in the very same spot that we were going y'all there were two cars literally flipped over in the very same spot that we were going had we taken the this short road and just turned left we would have been part of that accident sometimes sometimes it's important if not all the time it is important for you to trust god Exercise your faith because little things like that, going straight instead of turning left, little things like that will save your life. I mean, when we got to, when we finally got to the church and saw that, I looked at my mother and I said, I so apologize. I apologize. Because in my flesh, I'm like, look, you need to, it's right there. What's the problem? Right? In my flesh, I was like, this is crazy. You know, why can't you just do what you need to do? And it's like, no. Trust God. Trusting God is the beginning of your growth. Trusting God is the beginning of your change. Trusting God is the beginning of everything happening in your life. A lot of us are where we are because we took a chance to trust God. Listen, I choose to believe. Listen, this is the gospel, simply put, part one of trusting God and trusting and exercising your faith and exor- and trusting God and, trusting God and exercising your faith. Catch you on the next one, right? Look out for part two. Blessings.